0: hello and welcome back to another episode of you want to do what. Today I've got Eugenio sibris on and he is an IoT analytics product manager as well as a mentor and a writer amongst other things. Hello how are we?
1: Hello Daniel thanks so much for inviting me. I'm uh, doing quite well for being the start of the uh, new year.
0: Yeah well, it's, uh, it's been a bit of a long Christmas period it's been sort of one of those uh not sure what kind of day of the week it is at the moment are you?
1: <laughs> Absolutely I think it's uh I'm getting around to, to know exactly what they are. <laughs> um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there.
0: Getting there. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what you do.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, as you, as you rightly mentioned in your, in your intro, I work as a product manager, um, at, at Vodafone and, um, and more specifically, uh, I, I look after the, uh, development, but also specifically the launch of the uh, analytics product that we are uh, we are working on um, within IoT. So that really is is about uh, identifying what the needs of the market is for uh, that type of product, and also working with the rest of the teams within the company to really build it, but also ship it, and uh, not only technically, but also commercially.
0: I was going to say, so what kind of angle do you work on? Are you more of the tech angle? Are you more of the business development angle? What kind mm. of angle are you coming at it from?
1: No, that's very good. Very good question because uh, I do realize that when we talk about product managers, there are, you know, it's uh, there are two two types of roles, and 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 they're all complementary. So um, mm. in my role specifically, it is more around the business side. So mm. I do need to uh, know what the product is. <laughs> I need to help steer the uh, development of it and also ultimately, ultimately launch it, um, but also in where we are structured in the organization, there are the technical uh, product manager that we, what we call uh, product owners, and they are responsible on a day-to-day to actually build the technical side of the product. So in our case, what we do is... Uh, we worked on creating insights and uh, analytic services based on connectivity data and and therefore there is an aspect of it which is technical, namely what sort of insights and how do we uh, how do we best deliver uh, th- those insights from a technical standpoint, but also mm-hmm. there is a business standpoint, which is uh, who who do we who do we sell it to? why? And also, what what features do we want to build first, uh, and what feature do we want to build next? Um, And also, there's the the whole aspect around uh, the product strategy. So, all of those things that are more related around the actual business angle is is what is within my uh, remit. Um, Mm -hmm. You you hinted at uh, at at the business element, and and ironically, I actually uh, transitioned uh, into this role of product manager having been or having worked as a uh, business development manager for uh something very similar around data services so in a way w- what i'm bringing with me is more around the commercial
0: angle mm-hmm. into the role I, I think it's really interesting because i don't think many people know about product manager roles actually it's quite an interesting um, career career path to go down. Like you said, there's a couple of different avenues you can approach it through the tech avenue or the business development or, or yep. you know, looking after clients kind of avenues, but not yep. many people actually know what it is. So what's a sort of succinct way of explaining what a product manager actually does in general? That's a really good, uh,
1: really good question. So in general, what, as a product manager, what you would try to do and ultimately, that would be your goal is to help build um, a product or a service that is needed in the market, and that ultimately helps the organization to move forward from a uh, strategic standpoint and from a commercial standpoint.
0: Okay. So, uh,
1: even more simplistically, you you help the organization or your organization, in case you are. You're, you're, you're building your own business to find a way to address a need in the market okay and so in a way you have different angles right you, you and, and and the beauty i would say of the of a role like a product manager is that you really need to uh, you really go from one area to the next not only sales not only technical side of things but legal commercial pricing and so on so it's a really 360 degree kind of role.
0: I, this really interests me because i'm sort of one of those per, um, people that not gets bored but i'm always sort of uh, interested in different things you know different areas of business for example you know business development interests me marketing develop uh, interests me the technical side of product interests me so for me yep. this is interesting because it's quite it's quite an entrepreneurial role within a business isn't it if that's a good way to describe it
1: yeah you know absolutely because i appreciate that you know it especially if you if you do it in large organizations you know you're there are a lot of frameworks you, you're working within uh, but ultimately if a product uh, does well as we as we've seen uh in in the market if a product does well the whole organization benefits and you're right it, I believe a, a degree of, of being entrepreneurial definitely helps or at least if even if you're not being one before uh if you think like an entrepreneur or you appreciate what an entrepreneurial mindset is, then that really, really helps in the role. Cause ultimately it's all about building, testing, changing, building, testing and changing mm. um, depending on how the product does in the market.
0: And along those lines of, of sort of questioning, what kind of skill sets do you think are really critical to being a really good product manager?
1: Very good question. So, um, i believe so you would depend really on the specific product you're you're managing um i appreciate that some some products will be very very technical in nature and therefore uh skill uh, technical skills in, in my areas would be say uh, an understanding um and ideally a command of uh, data science would be would be useful um but really what i would say is if i look at a, a Higher level uh, perspective, I would say, an ability uh, to an ability to see things from a 360 degree view, uh, not just one specific aspect, and an ability to uh, engage, uh, interact uh, with people from different uh, different areas of the business or different areas of the market. I think th- those two those two would be very very key, um, and. And also a a degree of operational savviness. So Mm. I think what I've noticed is that there is an element of strategy, and definitely a strategic mindset is important, but ultimately, um, probably strategy would be 10, 15%. And the bulk of it is actually getting the product out. Mm. And so a bit of stamina and determination to <laughs> uh, to get that, to ship that product out is, it is quite important. And ultimately I, flexibility, you need I to guess... be flexible because, yeah,
0: sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. You're saying exactly, exactly what I'm leading on to. Um, you know, we talk about skill sets, but personality trait wise, you yeah. know, you're going to have to not, I guess confrontation is the wrong word when you talk about product development, but you have to push teams on. You have to make sure people are doing things and delivering things on time. So what kind of personality traits do you need to be able to help people move along, what they need to get done so you hit your timelines?
1: That's a very good one as well. I, I The way I would see it is you need to understand what the teams need from you. And that's always what what I try to go and think like, when I engage with the rest of the team because ultimately uh, i as a product manager will provide and and feed into different streams and the last thing you you want to know you want to see is that a, a specific stream of activities is not progressing because perhaps you didn't ask whether the team needed anything from you
0: mm.
1: so that that I have seen is is very useful um, and also having uh, having regular uh, meetings and, and, and alignments with the different people looking after different streams, whether it being commercial, legal, privacy, technical, and so on, really really helps.
0: Mm. So you've got to be able to bring people together as well. You have to have a skill set of you know calm, controlled sort of conversation, and not you know get worried when things are going wrong. You've got to be calm and cool under a lot of pressure. Yeah,
1: I yeah, no, absolutely. Because I think the things there is a high degree of chance that things will go wrong. Yeah, or that uh, things will, you know, there, th- things will will slip out of control at one point or another. um Or that something happens along the way, and then you have to revisit your your plan or whatever that be. Meaning whether it's uh, deciding to launch more market or deciding to prioritize one feature or another and so on and so forth so things will you know things will change and and the ability to adapt to change and also uh, staying calm is it it, i believe is quite important Mm -hmm. um and it's sometimes underestimated it in terms of the skills are needed yeah sure technical is important commercial is important but the ability to also go with the flow and, and and steer the flow as that happens, is quite important as well.
0: I think it's interesting. I mean, I've worked in a couple of large corporate companies, and yeah. definitely to get things done, or the people that always seem to get things done, were the really calm, controlled sort of. They went to the right people, made sure they had what they needed to get their project over line, and they weren't necessarily the most technical people or the most, you know, analytical or whatever it be. They just had this really calm sort of presence, and and they got you what you needed to deliver for them so it's really interesting to hear you say that's a very similar kind of thing within product uh to product management
1: and absolutely and and it's something i have to learn myself because clearly I, I tend to be a passionate about things and mm. and that's definitely one of those traits as you mentioned before that i have to work on myself mm. um because ultimately people are looking up to you to provide guidance on, on what needs to happen and when and how and, and therefore if if you sort of overreact at, at, at every single turn or at whatever happens then you know your life will be quite miserable all the time
0: <laughs> so you know we've also talked about there's different types of product managers yeah with, with slightly different roles but from your point of view what you do what's an average day like for your sort of product management
1: Oh, it's, uh, it's quite diverse. Um, I would say my average week rather than a day. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it can be spent uh, looking at the commercials of the product, uh, providing input into uh, the legal frameworks that we will, we're going to use, um, or I might vary my, my week by speaking to uh, my teams in the technical side, who might need my input around what features to develop, what features not to develop now, or this quarter, next quarter. And then it goes around into the strategy bit. So whether what we're doing uh, pushes us actually closer to what our strategy was or not. And then uh, other areas that I I do look after during the week also involves speaking to sales, because ultimately what you you need is, yes, you need a product uh, that works, uh, but also, you need to uh, look after and build that pipeline of customers. So, there's a good percentage of my time on a weekly basis that, that I spend it on, on, on liaising with our sales force, namely our account managers or sales specialists that we have uh, across the footprint of the company.
0: It sounds like a really interesting role you know, you get to dip your fingers in in so many different areas of the business. You must get a really good understanding of of the business as a whole. And not many people in sort of larger companies will get the level of understanding that you seem to to get or the access that you would get.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's um, like I said in the beginning, it's a it's a 360 degrees sort of role you you know you, you need to start asking yourself those questions, those commercial questions questions, legal questions and technical questions when you build ship, but also um further iterate and develop the product. So it mm-hmm. does give you a, a, a comprehensive view. Because ultimately if you really boil it down, any business, whatever it might be, it's either selling a product a service or a combination of both. Mm. Um, so, I believe the having a, a a sales perspective it is important, and that's how I started uh, sort of my journey before moving to product management. So I I spent a number of years in the sales function. That is really important. Um, but that that's just one side of of of, uh, of the coin, right? Just one side mm. of the story, and. It, roles like like we are discussing now product management will you get to see what exactly is needed to build a product to launch a product is it besides the technical bit do we need a contract uh, do we need a service design uh do we need a commercials um how do we handle queries when when we receive them from customers um what, what are the financials are we going to break even are we not how what, what about the promotion so you, you get to ask yourself a lot of a lot of questions mm. that perhaps in you don't get to ask for whatever reasons in different roles so yeah. it does give you that view i believe
0: um, um and what's the biggest positive that you get you know for, for yourself what's the biggest thing you go oh do you know what? i really love this about my job what's the biggest positive for you
1: oh, we just touched on it i mean i i absolutely love the fact that i get to really speak with pretty much all the people that build product and services or, he- yeah. or help deliver product and services um mm-hmm. i like the fact that one day I'm, I'm i'm reviewing a legal contracts and um or actually to be more specific one day i'm reviewing my input into a legal contract for a legal <laughs> team to view um another day i'm talking commercials for one country uh or we're we're looking at how to position the product to our customers and another day I'm going straight into the technicality of the product. So what, what algorithms do we have? What sort of insights do we, do we want to provide to our customers? Why? Um, and then the next day I'm thinking, okay, how do we, what we're doing now is step one or phase one, what do we want to do in phase two Mm. and why, and how do we get there? How do we start positioning so that we get to phase two, Namely, the the next evolution of the product. So the fact that I'm I'm basically moving from one topic to the to the other, it, for me that's quite exciting.
0: Yeah, um, no, this sounds great. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, what would be something that's maybe sort of less favourable about the job?
1: <laughs> um, I guess the there is a sheer amount of uh, of of, of um open questions that you need to provide answer to is, is sometimes um, uh, sometimes something I, you know, I didn't think it would be that way. Mm. It's just that there are so many open questions every day. There's a question um, <laughs> and it, you need to sort of, uh, you need to learn or practice the art of understanding whether a question is something operational, something strategic, or something that has to be dealt with now or can be dealt with later, uh so that you can also help prioritizing so you, there's a lot of like i said in the beginning there's a lot of operational uh tasks uh besides the you know strategic bit of the of the role mm. uh that are not very often talked about when i was considering a, a move into, into product management okay uh, and i think this is something that you know it's it, like i said in the beginning it's something that it's part of the role uh i I enjoyed because it it, it it also touches on the 360 view that I mentioned earlier, but clearly that's maybe less glamorous. I would say but <laughs> It's still part of the role, um, and also what makes it exciting. I think what I want to say is that any uh, this is not my first role. I've been in other roles before, um, and there is always a degree of operational tasks in a specific in any yeah. role whatsoever. Uh, I guess it's whether you. You like that that bit of the role or not, and um, that will make you stay or 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 not, and that will make you choose that role or not. And I think, from a product management point of view, the operations is equally important as spending time on strategy, because ultimately you need to deliver on that strategy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so true. Um, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, do you know what, I'd, I'd actually really like to be a product manager. What are some things they can do, some steps they could take or some skills that they could build? You You started off, you know, you mentioned you came from a yeah. business development and sales kind of point of view. If anyone's listening, what should yeah. they be doing or going into to, to make themselves stand out for a product management role?
1: Wow. Um, I would say it really depends on the person and what their journey is um i can tell you how i did it
0: and yeah, yeah that uh, sounds all,
1: great. All, all the sort of things that i that helped me appreciate a, a move into uh, into this role so Perfect. If, uh, you mentioned business development sales i think that's that's an important uh, exposure that i would say anyone should have at some point in their career because uh, there you really get to understand or ask those questions that you know ultimately help uh, build a deliver a product namely what exactly is the problem of a customer and why and is it a problem right because ultimately that's one aspect if not a key aspect of of, of sales
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that is also reflected in the role of product manager because sales needs to understand the p- pain point to sell product but product manager needs to understand whether the product is fit for purpose needs to change it or a new one needs to be born um but then in my in my career i had spent some time as well in analytical roles or i would say financial roles mm-hmm. and that's maybe also important because w- one one key responsibility of a product manager is to look at pnl right looking at yeah you know, how much am I investing, and how and how exactly are we going to do to make the product fly so that you know it, it yields a positive return on investments? And having spent time in financial roles, both in the financial industry but also in, in corporates, really helped me sort of grasp those concepts. Um, last but not least, one thing I did. Um, I, and I still do in my, in my spare time. Is I uh, I acted as a mentor in a, in, in, in a startup. So actually, sorry, I acted as a mentor in an incubator in in, in Italy, and, and therefore I was acting as a mentor to a startup, wow. and okay. um, and that for me was was quite helpful uh, because you go through all the phases that a product manager needs to go through.
0: Yeah, right,
1: namely. You have an idea, or you have a business idea. You want to validate it. What you are trying to do? What do you need to validate? How you validate, and so on and so forth. And and clearly, uh, while in a, um, in a in a startup, you you can't do everything at once. <laughs> and in a large corp, you you really you have supporting functions. Mm. That gives you, in my view, a mindset. That is quite useful, and for yeah. me, that was it was quite useful because it was complementing the sort of work that I was doing earlier in in sales. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you, what I would suggest is if you know if you if you're working in, in, in corporate, but even even if you're not working corporate, and you have extra time, I would definitely recommend uh, being a mentor to in an incubator or an accelerator and uh, working with very early stage um, startups, uh, organizations, or soon to be uh, organizations, if you will, because they will go through the same cycle or very similar that a, a product manager will, will go through with the difference mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily have all the supporting functions that you would have in a big organization. Yeah, um, That definitely helps. So for me, when I moved, when I was considering and then I moved into product management, I really sort of, I was able to get all these pieces together, namely my experience in finance and in financial roles, my uh, experience in sales slash business development, but also the time that I was spending, you know, outside of work to, to, to coach people, uh, people who wanted to validate their ideas so you go through the same frameworks
0: wow okay no i mean that's yeah that's that makes sense and i think we always get told that not not that this is um or we get told it's a bad thing to be a a jack of all trades is sometimes you know thrown about as a bad thing to be but more and more, and the more people we speak to on here, especially in the mm. world of startups and in and, and younger companies, having a, an understanding of lots of different skill sets, not necessarily being a master in them, but having an understanding yeah. is of massive benefit to the company and to yourself.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, no, that's
1: that's really, for me, that's a fascinating topic and, and something I've been debating for, uh, for years. Mm. Um, I think the way I see it is, being a specialist is important, mm-hmm. and uh, the market globally and in general, it, it is structured to, you know, to to reward uh, specialists—people mm-hmm. who are really really good at one specific thing—and mm-hmm. um, that's what I call specialists. Um, and uh, jack of all trades, as, as we often refer to people who choose to do multiple roles. You know, it's pros and cons. Uh, yeah, clearly, the, the pros is that from a management perspective, you know, you you get to see in multiple areas. So you you know you you, you train your mind and you build skill set in multiple areas, and I think that's very important. Uh, the yeah. downside is is is, is clearly you, you you might not necessarily be the one person they call you if. They want to say restructuring our department. <laughs> uh, and they're looking for someone who got that sort of experience. Um, however, I the, we also need to sort of differentiate between hardcore specialist and uh, and someone who, who spent a good amount of time doing something, then changes, right? So yes. let's say you spend five years doing something um, and you 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 reach the peak of your of your uh personal growth, professional growth. And then you spend another five years doing something else, you get really really good. Yeah. I think that's to me the way I see it is a value add. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is a value add if you're looking to you know you're looking at managerial position, so general management position in in organization. Um, But also it is a value add if you if you look into the way I see it to to build a business right because you you, you would have seen uh, multiple areas you got a uh, you know direct experience in those areas so you can kind of get a gist of how things work um but then again even if you build your own business you would probably rely on specialists. specialist so that's that's the way i
0: yeah that's, that's the way it happens it's very true um and also i i still want to touch on your work you do with the prince's trust as well tell us oh, a, yeah, about sure. that and, and how you got involved and, and what you're doing there because i think it's a great organization
1: it is an amazing organisation, and i'm I, I gotta say i'm i'm privileged to to be able to work with with them or actually collaborate with them um so the way i i joined them as a volunteer uh, really the motivating factor was i wanted to i wanted to to share my experiences and 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 I, and I realized that i was doing mentoring uh sort of one you know one-offs mentoring uh with uh young professionals and it, it did feel and it seemed like it was helping them and and i thought well what else can i do uh, or where else can i uh, can i offer my uh, can I share can I offer my offer my experience my insights so that it it adds a positive impact somewhere in the world, and um, mm-hmm. and then um, I, you know, was browsing the different opportunities within uh, within within my company to to build coaching skills, and mm-hmm. you know I I saw the, the the ad of the of the Princess Trust, although it wasn't classified as Princess Trust, it, but I think it was something around help young adults um, achieve their dreams. Um, coaching programs and i applied and then I, I later learned that it was the princess trust and you know i didn't i didn't think twice yeah so the princess trust has a, <clears throat> a number of programs and the purpose of these programs is to help young adults uh, who you know didn't necessarily have um a traditional Paths, or uh, you know they they, uh, they had a background that they, they may have struggled in life and uh, to really put them in contact with, with people who could help them uh, with uh, you know sharing knowledge uh, guiding them in their choices um, especially uh, when they are young adults and they need to choose which career to go to which uh, which job and uh, but also um, helping young adults who had business ideas, um, but you know, didn't necessarily have the training or to to execute on those ideas, and um, or they didn't have the skills. yeah no, I, I think that's it's what, a,
0: a fantastic organization. It, like you say, especially helping young people who want to start businesses or, or whatever they want to do. It's just it's a very cool thing for you to be involved with. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, like I said in the beginning, I I believe it, it is a privilege for me to mm. to be able to collaborate with them and um i've so far mentored uh, a number of, of young adults over the last uh, over the last year um and i've uh, renewed my commitment because it is you know it is it is very powerful you know when when you see the by sharing something that you think it's it's obvious because you see every day right you see yeah. every day in your in your line of work but actually it makes a massive difference to someone else is for me for me it was an eye, eye opening and um and and I see how all the teams at the princess trust they worked tirelessly they worked tirelessly during the pandemic as well to to help uh, keep the keep the momentum with the programs to make sure that all the young adults had all the support that they needed not only from a mentoring point of view uh, but also from a, an educational point of view because they b- very often they organize training sessions on different areas, right? For from marketing to CEO to finance, accounting, and so on. Wow. And so, it, you know, for me for me being part of that, even in a tiny bit, was uh, has been a massive highlight. Um, and uh, and I keep doing it because I enjoy it. Um, so I have uh, I have no literally no doubt that anyone interested in, uh, in in helping your trust will have an amazing experience, and I highly recommend it.
0: Fantastic! I promise
1: and, they didn't tell me to to say
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just going back to to your career as a as a products yeah. manager, um, yeah. you know, just to, to round off, would you still go into the industry knowing everything you know now about the role? Absolutely. Yeah it sounds no. like it sounds like a, a role that you you really love and enjoy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Absolutely, I would. Uh, I would still make the choice knowing what I what I do know
0: now brilliant. Well thank you so much for your time this evening. I mean, it's been great to chat and find out all about your career. I I think it sounds like a great career, especially if you're, you know, entrepreneurial, maybe inclined or you love variety or you you know, you like to, to get involved in all the different areas of a business. It sounds great and and thank you for your time.
1: Thank you very much for for inviting me Daniel and uh, I hope it was uh, was of interest and helpful helpful to your to your audience.
0: I'm sure it was. Um, and where can people find you and what you're up to and and maybe get in touch if they need to?
1: Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I I'm, I'm quite active on LinkedIn, so if you can share my uh, name and last name, I'm you know, I'm, I'm happy to connect with people there. And Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's my main my main social media if you will.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you very much.